0: We'd like to welcome you to our Emergency Freedom Alerts for September 26th, 2022. I'll go ahead and open us up today with the uh, rotating the warfare prayers, the strategic warfare prayer, and then we'll get right into the study. Father God in heaven, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we come against and oppose all satanic operations, manipulations, subversions, tactics, and plans which are designed to hinder, prevent, or frustrate God's original plans and purposes from the swift manifestation taking place in the correct time and season. We come against all satanic alliances and confederations worldwide, let every evil effort and endeavor fail, cause the news media to be caught in their own lying and manipulation so that only truth can be brought forth. We ask that every satanic strategy of prohibition and limitation placed upon the body of Christ by the dark side shall not prevail. We pray that all invisible, invisible walls of opposition and restriction will be delayed. Restriction and delay will be exposed and destroyed. O Lord, confound the devices and the wicked plans of the enemy that they have crafted so that their hands are not able to perform their evil enterprise. Save those that can be saved, O Lord, but those that cannot be saved. Overtake them in their own crafty and devious ways. Let them fall into their own pits that they have dug for the righteous. Let the fire of God devour them. Let them turn on and consume one another and have them in total confusion and derision. We loose the hosts of heaven to war against the hosts of darkness and bring an end to all deceptive, secretive, and destructive measures designed to destroy all of God's creation and defile the world. According to 1 John 3.8, for this reason was the Son of God made manifest that he would destroy the works of the enemy. Father God, overrule all strategies and tactics and curses of the enemy by the power of the Lord Jesus Christ and his shed blood. And overthrow all spoken words, enchantments, divinations, spells, hexes, vexes, curses, Witchcraft prayers and every idle word spoken contrary to God's original plans and purposes, according to Isaiah 54:17, and break the curses associated with all these ceremonies, rituals, utterances, and destroy their plans to bring about a chaotic, bloody revolution in worldwide and to usher in martial on the new world order. Father God, we pray that their plans shall be uncovered and shall not prevail and shall be frustrated and unable to achieve any impact, and that that wickedness and violent verbal dealings would return upon their own heads, according to Psalm 7:16. Father God, we humbly ask you to reveal every hidden agenda, plan, and cover up in the secret shadow government regarding their attempts to manipulate end time events which would lead to the destruction of your Christians and the innocent. Please send divine powerful angelic forces against their diabolical plans to expose and destroy them. We dispatch legions of warring angels and any other kinds of angels that are necessary to enforce your perfect will on the United States of America and upon all the earth. Release your divine strategies and revelations upon any righteous person in government worldwide. Fill them with your Holy Spirit and cause your divine wisdom and courage to come upon them. Cause them to be like a holy trumpet, shedding light upon the dark, hidden secrets of the wicked. Send a spirit of confusion amongst the camp of the enemy. Let their tongues be divided, and when they communicate, let it be incoherent and misunderstood. Arrest those that operate in the spirit of Jezebel or Belial and all other wicked spirits and cause them to be caught in their own lies and conspiracies. Let them not be able to resist the spirit of truth or gain any ground in the natural spiritual realm. Cause every evil spirit that is released from their diabolical assignments to be cast into the abyss, until which time they then be cast into the lake of fire, and that none will be able to come to take their place. Please cause these prayers and all future prayers to take on the characteristics of divine projectiles in the spirit realm, so that they will accomplish your divine will. We seal this prayer by the blood of the Lamb and ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Okay, so the first uh, report here video is, and you've heard this before, it's from Michael Salia of ExoPolitics.com. I, I think that might be, it's ExoPolitics, whatever. That stands for um, extraterrestrial politics, okay, which is the coming alien disclosure movement. This is the whole guy that's, you know, he's on the same lines as the same one, Michael, Mike Adams is, is um, promoting, um, the guy that says he's the reincarnation of Edgar Casey uh, and Corey Goode, they are kind of all on the same level. They run in the same circles, and Exopolitics is essentially um, the w- supposed white hat movement to bring about the supposed alien disclosure and are, you know, revealed to humanity. Our beloved space brothers, who are actually our creators, they say, created us as their little science project millions of years ago. I've done tons of reports on this. And um, all I can tell you is that they're really ramping up the information they're putting out, their rhetoric. Uh, This has been a long time process, decades that I've tried to kind of report on the title of this is ascended master jesus and the extraterrestrial factor in the second coming their their version of the second coming okay it's very important for satan to have as many people prepped in their mindset to accept the false second coming that they say they're going to orchestrate now i'm not being dogmatic god is in control God may not let any of this go down the way they want it to go down like i've said many times before if they had their way 1984 george orwell would have been literal and we would have been in that horrific draconian big brother 1984 in the year 1984 obviously they're way behind schedule because we're in god's timeline and schedule not satan's but i do think that this could potentially be their game plan. This was just released by the main liars who portray themselves as the white hat good guys in the alien disclosure movement. But this may be very close to Satan's game plan for the future, or some derivation of it. So I'm gonna go ahead and play this, not too long, but I want my listeners to be aware of this.
1: The second coming is depicted in many religious and indigenous traditions as the return of a Messiah, a divine avatar, shining ones, or creator gods who will root out evil and restore righteousness in human society.
0: Right. No Bible for any of some extraterrestrial creator gods coming down. Other than you could say, well, that's what Jesus is going to do at the end of the tribulation. You know, when he comes back on a white horse with the saints and routs the wicked people at the Battle of Armageddon. Yeah, that's true. But that's not what they're talking about here. That's a totally separate event. Uh, This is Satan's version of of that, of rooting out evil. It won't root out evil. It will just bring in more evil. But the evil will be disguised as good. Which, if you think about it, if the Antichrist and false prophet are going to rise to power and deceive the whole world through miracles, signs, and lying wonders, and all these things... And all their minions that are going to be yoked up with them in lockstep. I mean, that's a really um, global, gigantic effort of deception. But the Bible predicts that's what's going to happen. So it's going to be very sophisticated. It's going to be very slick in the way it comes about. And if it were possible, the Bible says, they shall deceive the very elect. So this is why we don't want to be ignorant of Satan's devices. Or be destroyed for lack of knowledge, because we do not want Satan to gain an advantage of us. And and I do think that this whole, this is the whole Coke Pepsi, right versus left, Republican Democrat, Hegelian dialectic, problem reaction solution, scenario being placed being played out on the grandest scale we'll ever see.
1: The second coming is most often associated with Jesus of Nazareth. And
0: notice these new age devils that promote this always key in on jesus always and it's always the sananda emmanuel isa sananda emmanuel the master the ascended master jesus their version of jesus that's always portrayed the images the whole nine yards what i said if you got any pictures supposedly pictures of jesus in your house get them out And, and, and in your possession in any way shape or form burn it burn it preferably the, the Bible forbids it anyway. It's literally idolatry. The whole second commandment, it's it's a violation of that. It's, it's not biblical. There's no Bible for having pictures of Jesus or these types of things that you bow yourself down to. I mean, you go to Acts 17, 29. For as much then as we are the offspring of God, so this is to save Christians we ought not to think the godhead is like unto gold and i believe you could just refer to that as you know the father the son and the holy spirit the godhead we ought to not think the godhead is like unto gold or silver or stone which is what they commonly made idols out of if you just want to go back to the old testament they still do it to this day but i'm just saying going all the way back to the old testament we ought not to think the godhead is like unto gold or silver or stone graven by art in man's device so nothing graven by art that would include pictures or anything you know of man's devices that would portray the godhead and the underlying root word in strongs for graven could be a scratch or an etching it could be a sculpture um idolatrous image so yeah it it could also be you know, be a thing carved as well. So, we want to stay away from that type of stuff.
1: Who Christians believe is destined to return and usher in a thousand years of peace and love.
0: Right, when that's after the, he's going to rule that not rot of iron, okay? So, it's not going to be all pixie sticks and roses. It's He's going to rule that we're out of iron. Jesus will from jerusalem that's after the battle of armageddon where he slays all of his enemies that's going to usher in the thousand year millennial reign of christ
1: in the islamic religion jesus is prophesied to return as Isa, who will accompany the imam al-mahdi
0: yeah the 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 fifth um their coming awaited savior so islam is waiting for their this ascended master jesus they know it's esau to show up with the imam mahdi which is the muslims awaited savior that they they believe is going to show they they believe will show up i've done reports on this i just found one um it was from uh 4 part 3 of my end time current events and muslim awaited savior imam mahdi to, to return followed by muslim jesus with a question mark that's the way that is what the muslims are expecting that's why the muslims aren't totally against jesus per se okay because they believe he's going to actually accompany their their coming awaited savior the imam mahdi um there's different i'm looking at different studies i've done where i think i've mentioned this before also probably the ones that i've specifically done if you can master jesus or sananda um you probably find those teachings i've covered it before and um it is something that they are expecting now it won't be the jesus of the bible it will be the and neither will their awaited savior be holy in any way, shape, or form. Their Imam Mahdi will not be you know, holy. He will be a wicked, lying devil posing as their savior.
1: Destroy the false messiah and establish peace and justice throughout the world. In the Hindu religion, the tenth and final incarnation of Vishnu is prophesied to return as Kalki who will end the corrupt era of human history called Kali Yuga and usher in the new golden age of Satya Yuga. So
0: what this is going to be, if there's any truth to any of this lie, because these are lies they're talking about, if there's any truth to these awaited saviors coming back, this is what's going to bring us from the old world order, which has to be destroyed according to the Illuminati, to usher in the new world order like a phoenix rising out of the ashes its own ashes that's the same concept to take us from the age of pisces into the dawning of the age of aquarius like that song from the 60s okay and and all of this is going to appear as something good in as things get more overtly down your throat wicked it's easier and easier to see how they could pull something off like this because they're being so obnoxious now with the whole fourth industrial revolution and and overt with it that they're even going to have the liberals that are going to be, you know, some of them probably and some of them already are, would be crying for a change. Just, and we haven't really even, at least in America, it's going to get a lot worse. In, In other parts of the earth, it's, already really bad but generally speaking the devil likes to create maximum desperation maximum suffering before he gives you his alternative and I think it will be some derivation of this whole black hats wicked evil cabal being um, thrown out by the the good white hats the good ascended masters these good awaited saviors the whole UFO uh, space brethren garbage will most likely be the ones coming in on a white horse and it will be unless you're biblically versed and you you know about these types of current events unless God reveals it to you another way it will be very easy to get sucked in to the whole thing because the preachers sure aren't doing anything to warn their congregations about this at all but this is what they're expecting
1: in buddhist prophetic literature Maitreya is regarded as the fifth and final Buddha who will return to restore the teachings of Gautama Buddha at a time when these are forgotten by most of the world
0: now Maitreya actually claims and and again if you're not sure about Maitreya just key in Maitreya And the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com i've done tons and tons of teachings he's the only one i know that has his own united nations sponsored website at share international you can just look that up and find his website's it been up there for decades benjamin krem who's dead now and went on to his reward was his john the baptist pied piper benjamin krem and matreya claims to be And we'll see if it ends up going that maybe he'll just come back as as the the Buddhist one. But he claims to be not only the fifth Buddha, but also the Krishna to the Hindus. Obviously, the fifth Buddha to the Buddhists. The Christ to the Christians. The Messiah to the Jews. And the Imam Mahdi to islam now i don't see how that could work i don't see how he could be that many things at the same time uh, i don't know i i don't know how he could pull that one off and claim to be so many things but that would make him um a suitable candidate for antichrist if he could prove his lineage to the jews because that's going to be a prerequisite and we talked about that before that's a big deal to them. Uh, we'll see. Again, not going to be dogmatic. I do think Matre is going to play some type of role in this end time delusion deception. They've been prepping them. The UN's been promoting them. Uh, so many false devils like Blavatsky and Alice Bailey and so many others have promoted him for over a hundred years. Uh, Benjamin Krim obviously mentioned him. World Goodwill united nations so we'll see we'll see but i want to i want to give my listeners you know let them know kind of a heads up on what the possible scenarios could be
2: in addition there are prophecies concerning the return of the anunnaki the (laughs) the anunnaki
0: now i've done several teachings on the anunnaki and they're basically like the nephilim of of old there's even references to that word Anunnaki in the Old Testament and I've done studies on this if you can Ananaki Anunnaki in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com um, I've done specific biblical keyword where we, where we look at the original like um, Hebrew and conclusively prove I believe through scripture that we're dealing with Nephilim Half fallen angel, half human type creatures. Or maybe it's half something else, who knows. I, I just found this one. Um, th- this is probably the, the the one where it's almost a dedicated part. It's um, 11, 18, 19. Again, if you can, Anunnaki. A-N-N-U-N-A-K-I. You'll find it from November 19th of 2019, what did the early church fathers believe about the Nephilim, the Giants, and the Anunnaki? Because they believed in them. They taught it. See, we've been deprived of this, thanks in large part to the cemeteries corrupting, I mean the seminaries, corrupting so many of the preachers and pastors out there, telling them, oh, go yoke up with the government in their 501c3 corporate status. No Bible for it at all. You know, so many other things. My teaching on the Nephilim, the sons of God, fallen angels, demons, evil spirits, Tartaros, sons of Seth, daughters of Cain, Augustine of Hippo, Thomas Aquinas, John Calvin, warning, and Bible study. Reference that. Then, the Nephilim and Anunnaki are here and have been for centuries. Then, the Bible study on the biblical remedy on how to deal with the Nephilim or the Anunnaki. So... If you want to avail yourself to that, that that teaching would take you, uh, would give you a pretty thorough study on the subject of the Anunnaki.
2: Your gods of ancient Sumer, who will restore humanity to its original divine blueprint. Oh,
0: the Anunnaki are going to restore humanity to, to its original divine blueprint. Even though they were totally wicked and evil, and all they're capable of is that. But yeah, they can appear just like Satan is angels of light. They can fake it till they make it for a while. You'll know pretty quick though once you start serving them and <laughs> that uh, you're serving the wrong thing. You don't want you don't want to uh, you don't want to serve them.
2: And remove the long ago implanted limitations. All these and many other religious and in So they're
0: going through the Second Coming, the Aztec Second Coming, the Islamic, the Hopi, the Buddhist, the Mayan, the Christian. They, you know, They love to lump Christianity in with all these other devil death cults so that they all appear to be kind of waiting on the same thing. And that way it kind of equalizes them in in the pagan's eyes and then it lowers them in the Christian's eyes. Because if a Christian's looking at this and buying into any of this, then they're like, well, I didn't know like all these other cults were waiting on their coming awaited savior. And what if Christianity is just some, it's no different than any of these other religions. And that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to destroy your faith through videos like this
2: prophecies of the second coming depict the common themes of restoring peace, <laughs> love, justice, and... It's
0: all the same garbage and rhetoric. It's up on Maitreus. It's up on all the ascended man. The, these things are pure evil, and yet they're going to bring peace, justice, and pixie sticks for all mankind forevermore. It's the last thing they're going to do. When the Antichrist and False Prophet make their big debut, it's probably going to come on the the heels of something like a World War III event. I mean, I've seen the occultists even believe this at the highest levels. And then that way, through a World War III type of event, when the, the world is at maximum desperation, just please make it go away. We don't care. We'll bow down and serve whoever comes on the scene just make it go away we're already being set up with that with all this stuff they're doing to us right now devaluating the currencies creating famine creating droughts creating these energy crises they're setting us up already for deprivation and then at some point they're probably going to really pull the switch and it's really going to get bad and on the heels of that probably in some type of World War III type situation I've been saying the same scenario for years that's when the man this supposed false man of peace who's got everything figured out the one that prince uh well when he was prince charles made that reference to in the last speech we heard that i played again where he says you know that quote about with with trillions at his disposal and the support of all these different countries and governments and it's like who's that who who he just interjected this person into this speech and he's elevating this person that you didn't identify, that we have no idea who you're talking about. He's elevating him to us to a position of above all countries in the world. Who are you talking about there? King Charles? Now he's King Charles or whatever. He's talking about the Antichrist. Who else could he be talking about? He's waiting in the wings to make his big debut with the false prophet. And they're gonna they're gonna usher in this golden supposed golden age of peace and they're going to get rid of the bad cabal and what's scary is that trump and the whole q movement and this whole you know restore america movement that i've been talking about seem to be on the same page and they're all yoked up with new agers and they're all yoked up with the supposed good doctors that have been exposing the whole covid thing They're, um, the way I see it, they're all going to be on the same team because they're going to focus in on what they have in common, which is getting rid of the bad cabal as some type of gigantic gift to humanity. And I dare I say, the vast majority of the planet will fall, are going to fall for this hook, line, and sinker.
2: Rooting out corruption.
1: So, this is
0: the extraterrestrial factor they're going to be talking about next.
1: Religions and indigenous traditions contain numerous references to divine beings, Elohim, shining ones, spirits, or gods that in fact describe extraterrestrial visitors possessing advanced technologies interacting with primitive humans.
0: Yeah, like the fallen angels.
1: In addition to advanced space travel technologies possessed by extraterrestrial visitors that made them appear to be all-powerful sky gods, the visitors could also use time travel, access space-time portals, and genetically modify their human subjects in virgin births. Ha ha ha! Wonder who they're talking about there.
0: Genetically modify their subjects in virgin births. So that's, that's an absolute attack on mary obviously overshadowed by the holy spirit conceiving without ever knowing a man virgin birth that's obvious see it's so important for satan to attack the deity the biblical narrative of jesus christ it's so important for him to get into your head and to make you doubt everything about what the word of god has stated very very important for satan he knows if he can destroy your faith then what do you have what hope do you have why faith is so important and faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen according to what the word of god says without faith it is impossible to please god without faith there's nothing that you're going to be able to um, stand on you're not going to believe in the solid rock of christ jesus you're not going to believe that if you build your house upon that rock when the winds come and the rains come and all these things come that you'll be on a solid rock because you're not even going to believe in the rock. You'll have no faith whatsoever. And faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So it's very important for devils like this to not so subtly you notice how they're grouping in all these pagan religions together with Christianity and and then all these concepts within Christianity. They're not so subtly talking about like they their space gods can take credit for all of this and we can explain all this stuff you just got it all messed up we have your best interests at heart no all you really want you bunch of devils is like yourself to rot in hell for eternity and, and then into the lake of fire that's what you want for everyone around you because that's your destination and you want as much company as possible in hellfire. The demons and devils that emanate and operate through devils like this, giving these videos, that's what they want. That's the whole goal here. If you really want me to distill this down, that's the goal. Because, you know, just say, 2,000 years from now or whenever, that's all that's gonna matter. It's all that matters once you step into eternity. Where are you going to spend eternity, really? I mean, it's the main thing that matters, I think.
1: The offshoots of these genetic experiments, or divine human unions, were often described as children of the gods, who would go on to become... The ...powerful rulers, heroes, sages, or prophets. Yeah, and,
0: and to a certain extent, yeah, where we get Greek mythology, they, they they brought up the Nephilim, they brought up people in the background you're not seeing, they're, they're showing up pictures, like the prophet Zoroaster of ancient Persia. and and But they're also lumping Jesus Christ in there because they just had just talked about the whole virgin birth thing. Like Jesus Christ was some kind of little ex- science experiment of the gods. That's what they want you to think. It's all about destroying your faith, In the lord jesus christ and the word of god that's there for anybody that has any at least that's watching this now a lot of the people that would espouse to this all it's going to do to them is confirm that the whole biblical narrative jesus christ was always a lie oh see look so they can you know feel real self-righteous and smug and holier than thou in their interpretation of um scripture
2: in 2021 multiple contactees and military insiders
0: contactees would be the alien abducted which two to three percent of the population of america if they when they've done private surveys have said that they have had uh, either been abducted or had some very abduction like experience or almost been abducted yeah it's a lot of people it's millions of people but they're not—they're not running out in the streets waving their hands and saying, "Hey, look at me! I'm so proud of this because it's a very typically a very humiliating, shameful, horrible thing."
2: Revealed that the cedars of humanity had returned en masse in mass. So the cedars of humanity. Are, see where they're see they seeded
0: the planet. That's what that means. The cedars. S e e d e r s not cedars like the tree. They had returned to their little science project. And now they're ready, basically we've made a mess of things and now they're, they're ready to come back and take us from the old world order into the new, new world order, where they're gonna promise you shall be as gods, just like the serpent promised Eve in the Garden of Eden. Same, same big lie that the serpent told Eve from the beginning, same big lie just a little bit different way they're packaging it now where you'll be as gods oh wow, i was going to be as a god little g but I, I won't have to answer to the big g god it's all a lie total lie but that's the carrot that's the main carrot that they're going to just like it was in the garden of eden Not, nothing's really changed in that regard now i've done studies on this whole thing about the cedars um If you want to see a really good example of that, key in, in the keyword search box at at continuefortruth.com, mission to Mars. should be able to find it. Last scene. Now, just key in mission to Mars, you'll find it, and I'll give you a link in the PDF. And that that tells you a really good example of how Hollywood is trying to brainwash people into thinking that the planet was seeded billions of years ago with what ended up evolving into human life forms it's also called the serpent seed i believe um okay i'm sorry i i, I was wrong about the serpents the serpent seed is a whole other different heresy if you want to know more about that key that in in the keyword search box at um where, where uh, eve had sex with satan nowhere is that in the bible at all but like that devil that dr kim guy up on the internet he teaches that among many other heresies don't listen to that guy i just had somebody email me about him they're trying to how he's saying there's six antichrists or something i'm like don't listen to this guy i every time i've turned a video on from him it's some other weird heresy claims to be king james only and baptist or whatever whatever i would not mess with that guy he is way off base on a lot of stuff i could do probably a 10-part study on the guy I just don't have time to you know um to do that there's there's thousands of these people up on the internet there's thousands of pastors out there spewing forth unbiblical lies the ancient astronaut lie is that thing about how they came to the planet and seeded it or you know billions of years ago and again if you an can't in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. And I also get into the shocking origin of the intelligent design theory. And the intelligent design lie. Because that's basically around the same thing. Intelligent design's not not... Yeah, it's creationism, but it's basically that these cedars, these aliens were the ones that created us. If you really, really look into it, and you dig deep... Oh, and, and this, this study I did on the ancient astronaut lie. This is a special study I felt convicted to do after a 27-minute internet video put out by the Raelian cult. The Raelians are, are a good one to look at if you want to look at this. Um, the video does one of the most thorough jobs of condensing most of the coming New Age, New World Order lies I have ever witnessed. Most of these lies seem so, appe- so appealing to the unsaved for the same reason Eve was seduced by the serpent in the Garden of Eden. Doesn't mean she had sex with them, though. Because... They promise ye shall be as gods, but if anyone buys into all this, then all accountability to all accountability to a holy God goes out the window, which is what they like. That's why people like the, the witchcraft and the in the First Church of Satan, those types of overt things where there's you know their God is Satan because Satan doesn't require them to have any moral compass. You know they have like an inverted Ten Commandments in the first in the Church of Satan. So that's, that's the main reason these types of really overtly evil, death, devil, death cult, death cults exist. Because all accountability to a holy God goes out the window. And they can feel they live as, as any way they want. Satan is still the most subtle beast of the field. He has not changed his tactics, as you will see when you listen to this audio. In this... Teaching I will be playing sound from this video and stopping to comment along the way so I can ultimately present a full rebuttal to this most egregious heresy, the ancient astronaut theory, which is tied in with the origin of the intelligent design theory, which is what's taught in schools and most Christians think, oh, it's creationism. No, it's not. No, it's not. You think they would teach anything biblical in the public school systems? This ancient astronaut theory is going to unfortunately take many people to hell. And I'm telling you, that's what they're going to be saying when they come back. They're going to be casting as much doubt, just like this video, on the deity of Jesus Christ, on his origins, on the word of God. And they're going to be telling you, no, these are our actual gods. They created us. This is what gives you your reptilian brain. I hear that a lot bantered about too. Don't buy into any of it. This will, unfortunately, take many people to hell and is going to be one of the cornerstones of the grand deception the Antichrist will perpetuate. So if you just can't in intelligent design or ancient astronaut, you'll find these. Uh, I've done several studies. And again, my website, I'll just say it's, just say it's God's website. I mean, I'm give everything to the Lord. continue truthcom is, I believe, one of the best resources on the internet if you want to know more about any particular subject. Granted, I don't have a study on everything. It's very hard for me to do dedicated studies, but a lot of times in my current event studies, I've at least done a section or a part on a particular thing. So, let's go back to this video here.
2: Large fleets that have parked around Jupiter.
0: Ah, So, they're large fleets of... Of, let me just back that up a hair. Large fleets of these cedars that have, they're kind of parked around Ju- Jupiter. I, I hope they don't get parking tickets because I know that they're really bad on Jupiter with the whole parking ticket thing. Uh, I, I wouldn't want them to get fines, these cedar gods, small g. And they're just waiting for humanity to invite them in so they can make their big debut. And that's what that invocation prayer is. Is really all about that we've talked a lot about lately because see when the vampire comes to your door you got to invite him in there's got to be enough people on planet earth that are desperate enough and that are doing enough pagan occult things in a prayer format to say please come satan we love you which is what they're essentially doing and we will serve you just come and give us your goodies and take away the bad guys
2: and military insiders revealed that the cedars of humanity had returned en masse in large fleets that have parked around Jupiter.
0: Now, you could imagine if these things show up in, you know, whether they're holographic projections or like Project Bluebeam stuff or whether they're actually real. Um, if they show up in these gigantic spacecrafts as so many Hollywood sci-fi series slash movies have predicted they will humanity's already been conditioned for that scenario it's going to be pretty impressive well that by itself people will be so intimidated they're like i don't remember this anywhere in the bible this is the Bible's. my pastor lied to me i didn't prepare you at all whatsoever to deal with this eventuality that's why this ministry exists in large part to do that
2: Cedar fleets contain members of about two dozen highly evolved intergalactic (laughs) highly
0: evolved devils
2: civilizations that have played significant roles in genetically creating or modifying humanity
0: oh so again here they are our, our beloved space brethren that created us we're their little science project ancient astronaut theory and now they're finally coming back to police their little science project every bit of of this is totally unbiblical total lies but this is a great little video uh, summarizing what their plans are if
2: god lets them pull it off establishing early religion oh
0: so now they have a picture of moses and the ten commandments holding that up because you got to make sure you cast as much doubt on the old and the new testament they established the early religions i guess the pillar of fire and and you know the cloud and everything else that led them out of that, that was just their little creation right that's what they're doing that's exactly how they're going to try to deceive and, and have been
2: and embedding prophecies of their future return in founding texts.
0: oh so all the prophecies in the bibles in in the Bible, that was them too.
2: The corrupt ruling class known today as the deep state or the Illuminati know all about the prophecies and recent arrival of the cedars who desire humanity to begin a new golden age. Oh,
0: isn't that wonderful? Isn't that just the bee's knees? Doesn't make you feel warm and tingly all over, right there? They just told you, they're gonna get rid of the wicked cabal, the reawaken America tour, that so many are a part of right now. Hmm, so many new agers. as well, to bring us into this golden age, this new world order. And we're gonna get rid of the wicked cabal. I'm. I'm this is right out. Of, this is right from them. I keep seeing it over and over. So much of what we've talked about in this ministry is just being validated and how close we could be I don't know and I'm not gonna take credit I'll give the Lord Jesus Christ all the credit I'm just telling you it's becoming more and more obvious every study that I do that at least this is what they're planning for
2: the deep state is desperate to hide the truth from the rest of humanity and preserve its power as long as possible with the aid of their own extraterrestrial oh and then they show
0: a picture of a reptilian see. see they've got it's good cop bad cop they've got the bad aliens the reptilians and the greys against the good aliens these 20 different intergalactic groups that are, that are much more highly evolved than we could ever be there and they were the ones that modified our dna and gave us a reptilian brain billions of years ago when we evolved from you know a mollusk you know into um you know a, a, a small ground squirrel into a woodchuck into a zebra into piltdown man into neanderthal man and then eventually we evolved into some type of humanoid into a human isn't that wonderful
1: the deep state's desire to stay in power by hiding the truth about the cedar's return helps explain why the u.s congress has quietly rushed through legislation describing ufos as an escalating national security threat we
0: just talked about that we just talked about that and i mean there's certain news things i check like there's this one news feed that i would normally never check but it's like automatically on my Computer now, it's almost like every time I check it. I mean, like there's some report about alien stuff. Like with the mainstream news. What is this one? I just checked it and it says. Alien confirms. Newt's life was much scarier after the xenomorphs. What? Anyway. It this has to do with the show Alien or the, yeah, the, the original 1986 James Cameron Alien film. And it, it's just like every single time I, I see this, sometimes there's multiple reports of all this cryptozoological stuff going on. And I'm like, I don't ever remember this being the case in the past <laughs> where we had all this like Bigfoot and, and cryptozoological things and alien stuff and in like every single time I check the news feed. very, very strange.
1: Meanwhile, White Hats in an Earth Alliance are meeting and making agreements with the Cedars.
0: Ah, uh, and it shows a guy, high-ranking military, shaking hands with one of these Nordic women. Who, like, the Nordics always appear as these perfect humans that are blue, blue eyes, blonde hair, perfect skin... Look at the peak of their youth, and they're 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 part of the good guys
1: supposedly. Who continue to have the bulk of their motherships in Jupiter's orbit. The Earth Alliance wants to usher in a Star Trek future, which is why the James Webb Space Telescope is releasing. Our
0: Star Trek future. One of the main things they're going to bribe us with is all the goodies, and. I've been researching this a long time and I've watched a lot of different presentations from these guys in the disclosure movement, way before Michael Salia, the guy you're hearing right now, was even on the scene in the exopolitics. And from the very earliest lectures I heard from these guys, what one common theme I always saw, and I've mentioned this before, is that they so desperately want the goodies that these aliens are gonna give them. The 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 you know, the free energy, the um the all their advancement in the medical technologies all the you know way that they can space travel and they're just so i mean they would sell their soul to get the goodies that's one of the main things and i think it falls under the whole classification that's the love of money is the root of all evil the, the love of wanting these goodies to them it doesn't matter um they'll overlook a lot of stuff as long as they can get the goodies that these supposed benevolent aliens are gonna just give us. I'm sure there'll be no strings attached.
1: Graphs ...that show significant anomalies in Jupiter's orbit. As the Cedars continue to make themselves known to a slowly awakening public, the deep state is about to hatch their latest desperate plot. Oh no! This plot involves staging their own contrived second coming, where a false flag alien attack or a dramatic holographically projected solar flare precedes a planetary rescue by the Deep State and their extraterrestrial allies.
2: Many individuals will be encouraged to leave the planet on spacecraft belonging to the Deep State and their alien partners to escape alleged cataclysms about to unfold. The planetary evacuation will, in fact, be a culling or harvest.
0: now this part is probably, could be true. I mean, it could be true. They could try to do something like this. So, you know.
2: Where individuals are taken to other worlds where they will be exploited. Meanwhile, those remaining on Earth, now unshackled by the departure of the Deep State and their alien overlords, will enter a golden age of open contact, oh. advanced technology.
0: So I guess if that were to go down or some derivation of that, the bad guys would flee with a whole bunch of humans that they could feed off of, exploit and then they would be off the planet. So that would make room for these cedars to come in and bring in the golden age of wonderfulness. Well, again, they gotta destroy the old world order in order to bring in the new. Is this how they'll try to do it? Through that type of thing. They're both on the same team. There's just one, one is gonna appear as good cop and one is gonna appear as bad cop. And do you think Christians worldwide are prepared for any scenario If this goes down, I'm not going to say, I'm not saying it is, but I knew one thing, the revelation, Daniel, Matthew 24, second Thessalonians chapter two, where it talks about the tribulation and the arrival of the antichrist and these types of things. That's going to come to pass. We've got to get there some way. What way do you, what way do you think it might be? I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, this is what they're saying, how we're going to get there. This is what Satan is saying, essentially. God's in control. God may not let it go down in any way, shape, or form. Like, they're saying it's going to go down. I don't know. We'll see.
2: Spiritual development and knowing the truth about our galactic history.
0: Oh. Which will be making sure that every shred of the Bible is, in their eyes, debunked.
1: Or about what's to stunningly unfold, including... Jesus of Nazareth's extraterrestrial connection and how this affects his prophesied second coming.
0: Oh boy, yeah.
1: How extraterrestrials are connected to the second coming depicted in Hindu, Buddhist, and Islamic traditions.
0: I'm telling you, the deception that is coming is going to be on a scale that I believe the world's never seen. So there's just more, just some another piece of the puzzle I just gave you today, potentially, on what may be getting ready to go down. Uh, when, I don't know, I'm not a date setter, but um, it looks pretty heavy duty. Uh, next report, I got this from a listener, longtime listener, Sarah, and it, it listener comments, sigils and spellcasting lessons at local community garden center. She writes, I just logged into my email today and came across this flyer below from a local community edible garden project having to do with spell casting. Nice. I could not believe my eyes. The two lovely looking ladies below are running the course. Is it just me? But I cannot bear to look at them. Now, it shows the picture of these two witches. And they are witches. They openly proclaim they are witches. And they they just look like they're totally demented, demon-possessed to the toenail witches, which they are. I mean, we're talking the one on the left. I mean, wow, wow. I mean, like Satan incarnate. Why would you put a picture out like this if you're trying to advertise your event? All I can imagine this doing is scaring people off. But I don't know. I guess they thought it was a good, appropriate picture for promoting this. Uh, Tickets are free as it's a community event. Presumably, presumably, and conveniently, it is run during half-term, which is school holidays. This is in the UK. In this event, you will write your own spells, but create sigils. Now, the latter is new to me, and we're going to get into that in a second. I never knew that those existed. Do you know anything about those? Meaning sigils. Uh, How Anyway, I want to send this over to you because witchcraft is increasing, creeping in everywhere, including places that teach you to grow your own food to eat. Now, I've said this for years, that witchcraft will be the coming backbone of the one world religion under antichrist that will be the the power source so it's no surprise to see demon-possessed witches like this coming out of the shadows boldly proclaiming their witches and glorying in their shame and trying to teach you to be a witch as well and it reminds me of the last verse of romans 1 let me just which basically is talking about um the uh, lesbians and gay guys but it's also talking about reprobates and degenerates and just wicked people so it's talking about them and then it ends um by saying being filled with all unrighteousness fornication wickedness covetousness maliciousness full of envy murder debate deceit malignity whispers backbiters haters of god Despiteful, proud boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God. Because inherently they do know. Who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death. And a witch would be part of that. I mean, the Bible says thou shalt not suffer a witch to live in the Old Testament. I'm not saying we're, we're supposed to do that now, take them out and kill them. But I'm saying in the Old Testament that was what you did it that's what they did in the early beginnings of this country now granted I'm not saying they always got all the witches the right ones probably a lot of innocent particularly women most likely were maybe burned at the stake that weren't witches only God knows I don't know but that went on for a long time because I do believe inherently They had more discernment they realized that when you let a witch into your midst that that witch could literally defile everything in that community they were they were and they are extremely dangerous and that's why in the old testament thou shall not suffer a witch to live rebellion i also said rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft Who, knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. And when I see these two witches trying to get people sucked in to creating spells and these sigils, which we're going to look at in a second. They not only do the same, but they have pleasure in them that do them. And that's why in this, I, I know that, you know, this is about this Romans chapter one. A lot of it is about men with men women with women and what 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 do you always see the gays doing always trying to recruit 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 and the younger the better not only do they do the same which think these things worthy of death but they have pleasure in them to do them satan's big on recruiting he wants to get as many people into hellfire as possible that's what it's all about And and this is just more evidence of that so this reads, this ad reads, This Autumn at Edible Landscapes London Pumpkin Carving and Creative Fun Half-Term Events. Um, October 24th of this year. Plant magic, plant magic Emporium. Sigils, Spells, and Science. So they got an interject science in there so they they, they make it sound legitimate. With Laura Barker and Lily K. Bright. Sigils are symbols used in magic for wishes and intention setting. Scientific plant names have the same roots as many spells. So, oh, so now, oh, okay. Scientific plant names and spells, all oh, okay. Let's get creative and explore them using images and words. What secret magic can you create with your own mysterious signs? How can you use science to cast spells? See, see, that's, they're trying to legitimize witchcraft. Will plants help you with to learn your incantations? And now they're including botany in witchcraft. I understand there's a lot of herbs and things that are used in witch's spellcasting. That doesn't make the plant evil, though. That just means that they're using it in their incantations and their spells. Learn to draw your own sigils, uh, sim, which are symbolic representations of witches' desired outcomes. That's how they... they. Now, what I did is I tried to research this. I couldn't find one Christian resource. Now, I understand the the search engines are all compromised now, and there's probably stuff out there, but I couldn't find one video or one report exposing sigils. Now, I've done tons on witchcraft, and I've done tons on like demonic symbols, like the Baphomet signs and the hexagram and the, the monocornudo and the hook horn sign, the devil sign. I've done whole dedicated studies on those things, but I've never done one on sigils. I really hadn't heard a lot about them until more recently. So this is from a witch, a website, and it's entitled, What Are Sigils? The witch's name is Jessica Dunn. Enchanted, magical, and empowering. Now, obviously, it's always—it's just always the same garbage. It's always trying to present wicked, evil witchcraft in the most positive light to get whatever you want. It's always about you getting what you want. It's always about feeding your flesh and carnality. Enchanted, magical, and empowering. Sigils are magical symbols used to manifest your desires, reach your potential, and fulfill your dreams. They're symbols that encourage you to surrender your desires to your inner divine and let her do the magic. Ooh, wow. What are sigils? Sigils are often not symbols that can be used by other witches. It is personal, intimate, and most of all, yours. A sigil is the Latin word for seal, which deems something as official, real, and done. Making symbols with an intention in your mind means you consider your desire as manifested. Now, these witches in this picture that I posted here, in the PDF, you can see it, where they they look demon-possessed with the toenails, like demented, like psychopaths, both of them. Um, Above the one to the left, those are sigils. I, I don't know if it's sigils she created or whatever. They're there's something that if you you just do a keyword search for sigils like and just do an image search it'll give you an idea of what they are and and granted they don't look the same there's a lot of different variations of this it's this thing where it's you personalize it it's you it's you create them it's you know there's this whole big rigmarole thing you go through creating these things that i'm not going to get into it's ridiculous it's just like you know satan's kingdom he makes you jump through like 49 hoops in order to whatever but there's examples there Um, and then it goes back and it says write spells inspired by scientific names for plants in our forest garden set intentions and get a better man get better at manifesting without interfering with anyone's free will that's not possible you can't do witchcraft and not interfere with other people's free will I don't see how that's possible because spells are generally involve other people. Along those lines, let's go further with this, okay? Satan's Devices, Spells and Sigils, The Magic and Mastery of the Thai Sacred Tattoos by occultist Joe Cummings. This is at a TEDx talk. Like the TED Talks, this is at a, one of those talks. There's a, I mean, generally promoting total wickedness. The description of this video that I'm going to play you reads, Drawing on the research for his book Sacred Tattoos of Thailand, Exploring the Magic, Masters, and Mystery of Sakyan, Writer Joe Cummings provides insights into the ancient traditions of the sacred tattoo art practiced in Thailand. Covering the historical background of tattoos, their cultural religious significance throughout the ages, their more esoteric role in spiritual traditions, and their modern day resurgence in popularity. I'm going to play this video. Now, I've done a whole teaching, a four-part teaching on tattoos, body modification, and piercings exposed. I give you the links to those, or you can just go up to ContendingForTruth.com and key in tattoos or tattoos, um, and you'll find it, okay? Because it's incredibly occult and not good. It's not something that Christians should be doing. Um, it is totally rooted in paganism and it's not something you wanna mess around with. So, I'm gonna go ahead and play this video.
3: It's 2016 and tattoos are just an ordinary part of uh, global fashion these days and personal adornment. Um, I'm imagining- Satan
0: sees it very differently. He knows the power. Of tattoos um and but he this is a kind of guy that just wants to make it you know just really like casual and yeah it's this and it's that it's all good and that type of thing
3: and there are quite a few of you in the audience today have tattoos maybe you could put your hands up if you have a tattoo of any kind i just want to look around i don't know maybe 25 this
0: is not the same tattoo from fantasy island the little the little guy on Fantasy Island that used to ring the bell when the plane came in. I know I'm dating myself a little bit there, but it's not the same tattoo. If any of you were wondering, sorry, a little humor there.
3: Something like that. And latest statistics I've read on the United States is that 42% of Americans have tattoos. I just read an article today in the UK newspaper, The Telegraph, that uh, the increase in number of new tattoos for people or percentages of people bearing tattoos globally Will continue to increase and won't peak they say peak tattoo year will be reached in 2025.
0: Now, how could they possibly know but i mean as wickedness increases you would expect more things like pagan practices like this to take off now i'm not condemning somebody if they've had this done in the past or coming down or being all self-righteous and stuff i was going to actually get one at some point i remember when i was in chiropractic college i wanted to had this one i even had like kind of the artwork already kind of laid out this guy that lived in my apartment building was into that and he kind of laid out one for me and thank god i never went through with it you know um but i'm, I'm not i don't mean to, this to come off like i'm mr self-righteous or whatever i'm just saying it's just something you want to avoid
3: but it wasn't always that way uh, they weren't always that common uh, unless you go far back say 500 years ago in every major culture in the world whether in europe africa siberia the polynesian islands T- tattoos were a part of every day yeah, and
0: i guarantee you wherever you have a high propensity of this tattooing of humanity you're going to have um incredibly pagan tendencies you know you're, it's it goes hand in hand there is no biblical fruit that that produces
3: and they meant something pretty serious but yeah about I do. 60 years ago They were considered largely the domain of sailors, circus performers, and gangsters. What these three groups had in common at that point would have been a perception that their professions were somewhat at the fringe of society, and they were somewhat dangerous, being out at sea for long periods of time, um, performing circus acts, acrobatics, and so on. And then uh, the subculture of violence among the criminal underworld. And what else, the other thing they had in common was a lot of the symbols that they chose would have some kind of relationship to magic, even if it's just totally symbolic. But there was this idea that either religion, as in the case of the cross here on this gangster's back, or royalty, some kind of connection with power, would somehow protect them um, mm-hmm. during those endeavors. Right thailand is one of the few places in the world where this where an ancient spiritual tradition of tattooing still exists
0: see they more so much more realize the spiritual significance of getting tattoos it's ingrained into their religious practices here it's like oh i want to get a tattoo this or, okay you know they're not realizing the spiritual and it's also a proven fact that a ton of these people that own tattoo parlors are satanists they bless their ink they bless their needles to satan essentially or to whatever god and then they also believe that that's what helps them be like a better tattoo artist and gives them power and gives their tattoos power now they're not going to a lot most of the time they're not going to advertise what i just told you but it's well known within the tattoo industry that that is the case for a ton of the people that do these tattoo artists or whatever.
3: The Chinese first wrote about Thai tribes living in Northwestern Vietnam and Southwestern China, receiving tattoos, bearing tattoos for protection and for power 2,000 years ago. Uh, So there has been more or less an unbroken tradition among Thais ever since then, probably changing forms, going through many, many different designs passing through different kinds of religion, from animism to Hinduism and, and then Buddhism, bringing them all together. Nowadays, what we see, such as in the back of this monk at Wat Bang Pra. Uh, at one time, up to, say, 50, 60 years ago, virtually every male Thai villager would have tattoos on his body, probably a lot of tattoos, wearing them for protection when traveling or in the forest or working in the fields. Um, or to gain some kind of favor from the spirits from other people or from, or in their, in their careers or in their farming or whatever. It was all part of the, a wellness system, traditional Thai wellness system that included such things as Thai massage and herbal medicine. You would be prescribed a tattoo or a number of tattoos by a tattoo master who would listen to what your problems are, what you desired out of life, and give you the proper tattoos for that. It cut across all sectors of society in Thailand, including royalty. The Prince of Chumpon, who was the first admiral and is considered today the, uh, the father of the modern Thai Navy, is said to have been tattooed on every part of his body except for his face and hands. In this photo, I notice his left hand is gloved. But with the um, influx of European influence in the late 19th and early 20th century, particularly that of Christian missionaries from Europe and America. Uh, there was this set of Western mores that crept into Thai society that was saying that tattoos are somehow taboo.
0: Oh, those, those horrible Christian missionaries. They actually talked some sense into these people. And then they were they were considered taboo. Yeah, because the missionaries were actually doing their jobs. They're, I mean, that's kind of like what I try to do. I try to, you know... So they we're not ignorant. These people were ignorant of Satan's devices. They were ignorant that this was pagan, that this was wicked. The Christian missionaries probably weren't even telling them that every time they got another tattoo, they're probably taking on another demon or devil into their body. You're creating a doorway or a gateway or a portal into your body when you do these things. That's what it's, that's what it's all about: getting you good and demon-infested. That's what tattoos are all about the Christian missionaries were actually doing their job. They were contending for the truth. They were trying to tell them about Satan's devices so that those people weren't taken advantage of or destroyed for lack of knowledge. They were being, you know, like a good watchman, helping them. But these horrible Christian missionaries came along and... and then it became taboo for a little bit of time. But, but good old um, Joe Cummings, you know, he's, he's going to enlighten us on, on why that
3: was bad. That they are uh, heathen, they're not, they're not a proper way to conduct yourself. However, certain sectors of Thai society continue to avail themselves of the tradition, particularly people who believe themselves, again, to be in dangerous professions, such as taxi drivers, club bouncers, and... In this case, a police homicide detective who told me that not only did the tattoos protect him from danger during his job, when he was doing his job, but they also helped him to solve uh, investigations.
0: Oh, so the demons and devils that he got from the tattoos, there is benefit to witchcraft, benefits to witchcraft, to paganism. There are benefits, I guess, from getting these tattoos. they, They view them like amulets like some type of self-protection devices. They also, supposedly, these demons, I guess, can impart some type of demonic wisdom to these people. See, they really know the real truth, though, about tattoos. At least they're operating from a spiritual standpoint where they're not deluded about this. Like, I would say 99% of, well, I don't know. I don't know what the percentage is, but a very high percentage of, let's just say, Americans that got tattoos would have no clue about what he just said. And here's a policeman getting the tattoos for self-protection and to help them solve crimes. I mean, but, you know, serving the devil or, or I'm not even going to say serving the devil, but using the devil's devices, has they have benefit. I mean, if there was no benefit to witchcraft or paganism, why would the pagans and the witches be doing it? Well, there is benefit temporarily, but it's not—you know—it's not, you know, not going to end well for him.
3: But most, a lot of times, you know, in polite society, genteel society, they—they they thought, well, this isn't really for us. This is for this is for the underworld. This is for the lower class people. We don't we don't do this. But this all changed. Started to change in two thousand three, when Hollywood actress Angelina Jolie visited Thailand and expressed an interest in the Thai tattoo tradition. She was, of course, already a connoisseur of tattoos and had all kinds of arcane ink designs on her body. And uh, she was a a high-ranking Thai policeman who was in charge of his security, recommended a particular master that could do the work for her. And that was Nu Gan Pai in Patum Thani. And she agreed, and he came down from his is Samna Sakyang, which is the consecrated space where you would normally perform this kind of work. So he came
0: down from his consecrated space. This guy basically lives like a high priest uh, in their religion. He's tatted all over, even, in, even on his hands. It's showing him tattooing Angelina Jolie, so she gets her nice set of demons here. Um, and again, what this also does is, for her followers, validate, oh, Tattoos are good, and wow, why don't I go to one of the masters to really get the real ones with the real spiritual significance? This is the same woman that supposedly had breast cancer, and I reported on this at the time. And she said, Well, I've got this genetic marker where I'm more, I'm going to go ahead and get bilateral radical mastectomy, m- m- uh, mastectomies of both breasts, even though I don't have. Cancer, I'm going to go ahead and do it and set a good example for all my followers so that they'll go into the medical pharma cartel and do likewise. And that's what she did, supposedly. I don't know if it actually ever happened, but supposedly that's what she did. And what a great, wonderful uh, example And how many billions did the medical, um, medical pharma cartel make by women following her example. That's why you don't want to follow the wicked because they're not going to lead you and again it's just a great example of a witch a high level witch in hollywood trying to lead you to hellfire
3: and applied a tattoo to her left shoulder blade the hatah the five rows which everyone now is very familiar with but at the time they were still pretty esoteric <laughs> and um which
0: means occultic essentially the word esoteric that's what it means it's five rows of these writings on her left uh, scapular region in her upper left back.
3: These, this particular tattoo gave her general good fortune, general protection. It's kind of an all-purpose tattoo. Yeah, all Each of the five lines has a purpose, but yeah. altogether they cover all of the main bases. Mm, good. And she must have been pretty happy with the results. Of I wonder the how many
0: demons she took into her system, into her body when that happened. I mean, I, I'd that'd be interesting to know.
3: Dude, because she came back the following year in two thousand four. Had a larger tattoo done on her lower back. Mm. This design is one of a tiger looking back, looking over his shoulder. And when I asked Ajahn Nu about this, the meaning of this tattoo and the purpose of this tattoo, he said that it's to fend off enemies trying to stab you in the back. Oh, speaking. There you go. Um, It coincidentally or not, around that same time, Jolie's career was doing very, very well. She had some large movies. Of course. And. I
0: mean, the devil rewards his followers, and she's been a tremendous example in a lot of evil, wicked ways, obviously, and an integral part of Hollywood. And, of course, the devil's going to reward her for her her efforts.
3: Here in Thailand, that ordinarily would look down on this act, started getting tattoos, especially people in the um, entertainment Industry. Oh, A lot of well, celebrities and would It's bearing
0: satanic fruit because they're following Angelina Jolie's example.
3: ...started getting tattoos as well. But, uh, so ties started getting into it as well. Foreigners started coming uh, just to get tattoos or some that were already here availed themselves of the tradition. Usually people in the arts and musicians and maybe just people who are more risk takers. It's, it's become very much more commonplace nowadays. Every, every design has a specific purpose. They fall into six general categories. The, um, some of them are pure geometry. Now,
0: he's showing different examples. And really, you're getting into sigils here. Um, this is Spells and Sigils. It's the name of this video. Okay, and, and again, this is by TED Talks. That's who's putting this video out. The TED Talks. Okay, And um, so these are getting more into sigils, if you want to see some examples of what we just kind of talked about here
3: which is this one this is for protection this is the diamond armor tattoo it's for protection against danger against accidents to avoid calamity or car accidents or oh, yeah. falling down and breaking a bone or whatever hmm. they can be clustered on your body in different in, in different parts of the body for different purposes this is uh, this shows a pair of hongsa's mythical swan that's for uh, personal charisma. In the middle of the back is a eight directions, bat hit uh, tattoo that protects one from danger coming from any direction. And along the bottom of his back is a Hanuman going into battle with a spear. There's- so, I mean,
0: the, the Bible talks about, you know, you know the second commandment and, and graven images and forbidding these types of things. And, and this is literally having idolatry on your body this is not only and this is like high-level witchcraft symbols and idolatry on your person it's defiling you Uh, the Bible says not to put you know marks on the body that was what I got into in the um, that tattoo study that four-part tattoo study I'm actually going up here and realize that um, this is hard to find because of the way, um, it's the way I have it titled. And I am changing the um, title slightly. So if you do a keyword search for tattoo, tattoos, or tattoos with an apostrophe, you will be able to find this study now a lot easier. But it's you could also do body modification or piercing. That's not another way you could find. it. It's a four-part study though, and I'm gonna make sure that the different derivations of the word tattoo are in there and searchable. I just realized that just now, so I apologize, that it wasn't that easy to find this. All right, let's go back to this.
3: Just for victory when you're facing uh, very difficult challenges. This is a smaller tattoo someone's had put on their forearm that brings metamahanion, that is benevolent love or loving kindness and great personal favor. And this, this means evoking from other people, from the world at large, it also could be spirits. So if you're afraid of ghosts, this would be a good one to have. Uh, It's also a favorite with vendors and merchants who think that we'll help bring them customers. (laughs) Of course. It can be applied to other physical objects in the world besides one's own own flesh, such as cloth. They call this Pajan, or they apply a design to cloth. This one is for, it's called Mahana, it's for great power, and it's supposed to be useful in advancing your profession, Mm. uh, commanding obedience from those who work for you, and, and for promotions.
0: Mm. So it's all about gimme, 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 you know
3: They can also be inscribed on the back of amulets This is a uh, small nut Which is a, a subcategory of the yantras That is uh, just for very specific purposes And is quite small And this one's for wisdom mm. yeah. Some of the lineages There are three major lineages in Thailand Which I won't go into Because there's not really enough time But one of the major li- lineages is that of Wat Bang Pra Which some of you may have heard of and they have an initiatory tattoo. They require all their disciples to get, and this is it here at the Yacht, The nine peaks represents the nine peaks of cosmological Mount Meru in, in uh, Hindu Buddhist mythology. And like the Hatao that Angelina Jolie got, it's uh, general all-purpose good luck, good fortune, wealth, protection. Even though
0: you're bringing a curse on yourself. Because I, I don't consider being, you know, inviting demons into your body via these tattoos, via this idolatrous garbage. Uh, you, you are. There is a gigantic demonic component, and that is that's basically like bringing a curse on yourself.
3: Uh, when I first came to Thailand many, many years ago, I started seeing these here and there, and I'd ask people about them, I'd ask Thais were wearing them about them. I'd say things like, I remember saying to a man in in northeastern Thailand that the tattoo across his chest, he had a tiger across his chest. Very muscular young man. I said, "That's beautiful. That's beautiful work." And he was—he looked at me kind of funny, and like he didn't really understand the comment. And I said, "Yeah, it looks nice as well. I didn't get it for that. It's for—I'm am a—I'm a tile a, I'm a boxer, and I, it's for protection and power in the ring." Mm. That was the first clue that these things meant something more than just looking cool. Oh yeah. And badass. Mm. But I didn't really think much more about it over the years until, in 2010, I started doing this book. And I went for 18 months, I traveled around Thailand, Laos, and Cambodia. I interviewed uh, masters and disciples trying to find out more about how this all works. And not only did I find out it's not about just beauty of the art itself, but also it's it's not even so much. The magic itself doesn't really come just from the tattoo. It's not just the ink pattern.
0: Now magic, so we're referring to witchcraft.
3: Magic tattoo, there for you. You get magic but it's a lot more than that mm-hmm. I'm going to show you a short excerpt from a video done by photographer Cedric Arnold it may give you a visual impression of what other stuff is involved
4: so I'll
0: kind of narrate this because it's, it's in another language I'll see if I can glean anything from this oh.
4: all right
0: no I'm not going to play that part that he's he's going through some kind of chant as he's doing the tattoo it's some kind of demonic tongues chant and he's showing the ink and um, guarantee they pray over their ink and their needles, just like the Satanists do here in America. But these are traditions from a pagan standpoint that have been handed down over hundreds of years. This type of witchcraft is probably far more powerful than the average person in a tattoo parlor in America. This is generational witchcraft that's been handed down from, you know, hundreds of years. So he's he's doing these demonic chants and this demonic tongues and jabbing the skin um i'm looking at it. he's wearing some kind of weird mask um that he can just kind of barely see under and um i'm not going to play the demonic tongues because there's no need for that Uh, then they're showing all these weird satanic pagan rituals they're doing in conjunction with the tattoos they're praying uh these are obviously religious it looks like some type of monk praying with this tattoo guy in thailand um probably to give him demonic strength and power okay so i'm going to go back now and went back to the video
3: what is all this other activity going on around the, the giving of a tattoo well it's what it's about is transferring a certain power from the master to the disciple right in this case
0: Success. It's a demonic power they're transferring from the master to the disciple. So uh, the reason I want to play is I want you to understand this is the true. This is what tattoos are truly all about. At least we're getting an honest appraisal here. Grant, we're not getting honesty from the standpoint he's not demonizing. He's not telling you that you're, you're literally bringing a curse on yourself and that you're literally becoming more demon infested with every tattoo you get. But he is going into the profound deep religious significance of this and that these guys that practice this in thailand are basically like priests that do this and they pray and they do all this demonic chanting and they have all these demonic icons around them when they're doing this stuff it's a really big deal over there
3: to it itself is just a matrix or a portal through which the master Plants the magic, literally blue sec, saying, So, oh.
0: so the tattoos, a matrix, are a portal for the demons to flow into the person.
3: This is uh, this magic. You can refer to it as we cha, also meaning an old Sanskrit word meaning knowledge. On the surface, it means knowledge, but it really has the connotation of occult because it's knowledge. Occult,
0: of- yeah, it's occult knowledge. That's true. It's not the knowledge found in the Bible. It's not the wisdom found in the Bible. It's worldly. It's, it's demonic. It's from that realm. It's not, it's not biblical. This, is, this wisdom isn't gonna get you anywhere ultimately but hellfire.
3: Power itself. It's a, it's a knowledge of the powers of the universe, so to oh, speak. Yeah. And it's handed down from master to apprentice, from master to disciple and transferring the power through mm-hmm. a tattoo. And there are manuscripts that are kept that keep the Lord, all the different incantations and spells that are associated with the tattoo as well as the designs themselves. Is- I mean,
0: did you hear what he just said?
3: <laughs> so
0: they've got this whole library of, of these incantations that, you know, this witchcraft spells and incantations and transferring of power from master to student. And I mean, there's no red flags here at all, biblically speaking.
3: Late Ajang from near from San who who uh, died just a year and a half and he's showing off the manuscript that he got from his master who would have received it from his master before.
0: Okay, so it's about over. And I, I, I wanted you to kind of get a little bit better understanding of, you know, this whole concept. Of, they didn't talk a lot about sigils. They showed some sigils in there. Um, but it's, it's definitely sigils are something that you can also get in a tattoo form. And they did show some examples of that. So it's just something you want to stay away from. Okay, so along these kind of same lines, I entitled this part, Know Your Enemy, Demonic Insanity on Display, Casting Curses and Love Spells with the Most Powerful Witches, Supposedly, in Romania. This was on a mainstream type of website. Um, it's called, well, the it's Broadly is, is the, I think the one that put out the video. It's on that Vice channel. And if it's on Vice, they're generally gonna, you know, always, you know, uh, put out something that's going to promote wicked and evil and, and stuff like that, and try to make it more palatable. So these are the most powerful witches in Romania. They they proclaim themselves to be. They're making tons of money, and um, they have been featured evidently on a lot of different. Uh, no news outlets and these types of things over in romania and in uh, europe evidently so i'm gonna go ahead and i'll play about nine minutes of this so she says um what is she saying here light fires burn so should evil burn oh so see they're they're good witches but they even say they're bad witches too they do good and evil that's what they were made by God to do supposedly according to them so they're not really responsible for their actions whether they're good witches or black bad witches they're, they're, there's no responsibility on their end really I practice both white and black magic, like a good mill that grinds everything. Isn't that neat? Isn't that a biblical concept for us to practice both white and black magic? I mean, you know, at least she's I guess, kind of honest about it. I mean, she tries to portray themselves as doing good overall. I mean, to all the people she curses, and the only way that happens is, I guess, if you make her mad or if her client's paying you a ton of money, then she'll curse whoever. It probably doesn't seem too good to the people she's cursing, but I guess it's all their weird, wacky, satanic perspective kicking in there um there is a way which seemeth right unto a man but the end thereof are the ways of death and this is a great example of that i cure children's diseases lady you ain't curing nothing you might tell those demons to back off for a while that's causing whatever's supposedly happening to a child and they may see some type of temporary whatever but what's going to happen to them later is going to probably be far worse than whatever you supp- you supposedly did there's been and I've, I've heard that for years yeah i went to this this um in uh this like black sabbath or Ozzy or some type of like uh hard rock type of concert and they had there's been times where they've literally done satanic altar calls to come up here and get healed and give your life to Satan. And people have supposedly got healed. How Think about this. How hard would that be for Satan if whatever was ailing them was caused by a demon or a devil? Which we know Jesus spent like a third of his ministry casting out devils and demons. And many of them were spirits of infirmity you know, that could cause all manner of physical problems or supposedly diseases. How hard would it be for Satan to call the dogs off, to call those demons off causing that malady if that person would give his life to Satan and all the other people in the crowd saw a person get healed? That would validate in their minds that Satan is the one that's real. God never did this for me. Yeah. Do do you think satan wouldn't meet them at their need you know how many converts he could get doing something like that same concept here i release men from love spells i make and break marriages i mean here is a witch that is truly glorying in her shame that that you can imagine i I would love to engage these devils i mean i've dealt with a lot of witches before and I have started saying prayers specifically for well I did some my problem is is the time you know am I going to engage every witch on the planet or whatever but I mean I see stuff like this and it just makes me want to engage these devils because man do they need humility (laughs) man do they need to be put in their place because they, they they develop God complexes like I break make and break marriages I I I they're just totally full of pride they totally think that everybody's afraid of them christians included most christians would be (laughs) they would they're not the ones with the power though they think they have it they don't really have any kind of power not compared to god not compared to what his children actually have if they would appropriate it if they would act in faith and come against this in mass the church could move mountains i cannot tell you how many times witches have tried to kill me over the years i mean can witches in the keyword search box continue for i mean can jasmine she was one of the last ones black-eyed witch tried to kill me bragged about how she's gonna come in my room and gut me alive and all this other stuff never heard from her again after that i said bring it bring it jasmine Let's do this. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> or that group of witches in Germany that tried to astral project here and kill me. And I had literally a, a witch that was sitting there monitoring their bodies and saw the whole thing. And how the lead one started smashing her head into the, it was in this old church, this old church in Germany. How she started smashing her head on the on the uh, stone, killed herself. Her hair turned gray right in front of her as she was trying to astral project here to kill me it's a couple examples i'm not bragging i'm just telling you the lord's protected me protected taylor i live for that i mean because i want to come right back and tell all you about it and see god get the glory you know and see people get saved like the witch that saw this happen became a listener of mine and got saved because of what she saw right in front of her very eyes the other 3 almost died but god was merciful gave them another chance i don't know how they turned out but you know but those are that's a couple little examples not little but examples of that i have no many i have no idea how many other times i've had witches try to kill us i mean you know the point is is they're not the ones with the power the lord jesus christ is the one with the power father god is the one with the power they're pathetic but yet they're so full of pride these witches so full of pride so think that they're just you know the man they're not i do what i do because i'm a witch and it's just the pride you see coming off these devils the glorying in their shame something they should be ashamed about something that used to be done in the shadows but now it's socially acceptable in in a lot of you know really just about everywhere in this politically correct woke environment evil is good and good is evil so now they can come out of the shadows and glory in their shame and advertise all their services This is witchcraft in Romania.
5: I've always been fascinated by witches. Women whose reputable power was so feared, hundreds of thousands were killed in the great European witch hunt. But in Romania, the homeland of Dracula and superstition...
0: Romania is ground zero for a lot of this stuff. And ground zero for a lot of... Well, they they call themselves gypsy witches. And you know, gypsies are mm, you got gotta be careful. I'm not saying they can't be saved, um, but as a group, in the aggregate, in the main, they're they're a group that typically is highly steeped in the occult and in witchcraft and in all manner of wickedness. Just saying. Well, where do you have biblical precedence for that? Well, the Bible says in the New Testament that the Cretans, the people from, I'm assuming, Crete, are always liars. Slow bellies, meaning they're lazy. Evil beasts. Then it says, therefore rebuke them sharply that they may be found sound in the faith. So when you go to Crete as a missionary, what they were saying in the New Testament is, you know, here's how you have to deal with these people. As as a in the main as a whole this is what you're going to encounter so there is biblical precedence for calling out even a race of people
5: witchcraft has not only survived it's very much alive and well of course you would
0: expect to see that I, I, i we know that the backbone of the coming new world order one world religion is going to be witchcraft this is going to become more and more the norm they're, they're coming out of the shadows, as I've predicted for years. They're glorying in their shame. And they're going to act like they're the ones with the power. We're not throwing flowers, but bad spells. And then they say, God bless and make it happen. So they're, they're they're casting these flowers. They're all dressed up in their religious garb. And they're casting these flowers into this river. And then they have the, and then they're saying that we're, we're casting spells. Let me just.
5: Much alive and well.
0: You are not throwing flowers, but bad spells. God bless and make it happen. These witches are so evil and so wicked and so delusional. They'll evoke God. Supposedly. The God of the Bible. There's another video where this, this witch's son who looks to be like narcissistic on a level I've never seen, marries another witch. These witchcraft families all intermarry, evidently, the high level ones. And supposedly the gods, you know, all all the signs and the omens, and she did all these witchcraft things, and she was the right one. And she was going to gain powers as soon as they came into her family, and there was all this money that was exchanged. The wedding, it shows the wedding up on the internet. It was at least $500,000, the wedding. This is how much money these witches are making. And then it turns out, and you could tell, they couldn't stand each other. They were both total narcissists. You could just tell. The, the girl was extremely pretty. The, 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 the guy's a pretty handsome dude. And they're just, I can't even imagine. They're probably spoiled and narcissistic on a level we can't. And they were, they were like 17. They get married. This big, grandiose devil wedding. You know who marries them? an orthodox priest they paid enough money in the orthodox he didn't want his he didn't want to be identified or anything but yeah he, he went in there and he did it he's trying to reconcile i guess the two sides i think they said something about that so you have this sorry filthy lucre m- loving filthy lucre you look look that up in the king james bible it's basically filthy money filthy lucre love an orthodox priest that comes in there and marries these two basically witches the guy and the girl i don't know what the guy proclaims to be but everybody in the family practices witchcraft going back many many generations they arrange all the marriages with other witches and supposedly this marriage was all, all all figured out from a satanic standpoint and a cult day. And this is the right match and the right things all aligned and all. And then two months later, it says an update and it says they, they already split up. And then, and then the lady, this main lady here, this main witch, the most powerful witch of Romania is given all these excuses on why the marriage didn't work. And she wasn't the right one. And I didn't know until after the marriage was consummated that this was the case. And I'm like, You know, God is not the author of confusion, witch. You're not so all-powerful after all, are you? You couldn't even get it right on two devils getting married. In your own family, you couldn't even get that right. Yet I'm supposed to come to you for advice on all this stuff, and you're supposed to, you know, put curses on my enemies or do whatever? You're a joke. A total joke. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I, I thought it was pretty funny.
5: So I'm heading there to learn about witches and how they influence modern Romanian society. So I just arrived to the village of Mogoshaia in the outskirts of Bucharest and I'm about to meet real-life witches for the first time. And not just any witches, but supposedly Romania's most powerful ones. Let me
0: tell you, if you got to advertise that you're Romania's most powerful witches, what I was always told is that don't fear the ones that are are driving around with a uh, pentagram on their car or another sign that they're a witch is they'll have a bumper sticker that says blessed be or so mote it be. If you see anybody driving around with that type of stuff in their car, most likely that's some type of low-level wannabe. Witch. it's the ones that you have no idea. They're witches. Those are the ones that are typically the ones that are more powerful. I'm not saying there's not exceptions. It's just that if you were really a powerful witch, you would and you had kind of any brains in your head, you'd probably want to be a little bit on the on the uh, down low with all that that information. You wouldn't have to advertise. You know what I mean? That you're big bad witch. So she's going to her front door.
5: I'm Milan. Mihaela Minka. Mihaela lives with her husband, Christ, her son, Antonio, and daughters, Anna and Cassandra, who are also witches.
0: This is the symbol of a witch's hands, and there's these nasty, grotesque witches' hands. I mean, it's like something that would scare anybody. I don't know why you'd bring that out at the beginning.
5: You know. She comes from a long line of Roma gypsies who has nomads, collected occult traditions and mixed them with their orthodox Christian faith.
0: Did, did you hear that? So they're, it's it's all this stuff where they're commingling witchcraft with their orthodox Christian All these creepy dolls and and weird stuff that they're doing. I mean, it's mega, mega creepy. I mean, it's it almost looks like a joke. It's so weird and creepy looking. And again that's exactly what they do with voodoo they do this exactly with with a lot of of different like um santeria or or the santa barate death cult which i've done all kind of teachings on coming out of mexico where they worship the angel of death they combine typically catholicism in the caribbean in mexico in central america they'll combine catholicism not orthodox Christianity, but catholicism with whatever african voodoo type religion they brought originally when the slaves were brought over and i don't mean that as a mean thing to the black people i'm just telling you witchcraft was the norm for the african tribes this is how voodoo got over here it's how santeria got over here and at least from that standpoint and they'll amalgamate it with catholicism and I've, i've told you this before like in in uh haiti Like 99% of the people of Haiti practice voodoo, and 90% of them also practice Catholicism. Why? Because it's so compatible. You have all the idolatry you need in both of them. It's not true Christianity. It's a false idolatrous religion, as we've said over and over and over, and they're very easy to combine, especially when you have the idolatry component, and you have all the devils and demons that emanate and operate through these types of of, uh, evil religious practices i use this doll for
5: spells it can
0: also be used for voodoo magic
5: i'm here for the most important days in the witch calendar culminating with summer solstice when witches have the power to predict the future oh yeah right yes
0: yeah like she couldn't predict that that her own her own (laughs) her own son and This other witch from another powerful witch family, she couldn't even predict that they were even going to stay together for two months when she had spent $500,000 on on the wedding and done all these occultic things to confirm that this was the right match. I mean, this had taken place over a long, long period of time. She couldn't even get that right. That's how good she is. So she has a broom now, and she says this broom is the symbol of the witch, and you always see the witch on the broom, and what that's symbolic of is them astral projecting. Meaning going out of their body, which is what those those high-level German witches tried to do that killed me, or tried to kill me, um, didn't kill me. <laughs> Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, that's what they. That's what it's symbolic of. When you see a witch on a broom, it's symbolic of them astral projecting, going out of their body. But the problem is, is, is the silver cord, which the Bible talks about at the end of Ecclesiastes, is and again key in silver cord in the keyword search box at continuingfortruth.com. We did a whole study on this that's what connects the witch's body to their body their their soul their spirit to their body okay so the body's there it's very vulnerable if the silver cord the bible says in ecclesiastes is ever broken well you die and they're very in a very vulnerable state when they astral project so i mean we had one astral project in here when i was sleeping and i think god did this to build taylor's faith and she saw it coming down the hall And I was asleep, and she didn't have really time to react. And um, she asked the Lord what to do. And the Lord basically um, put in her head, uh, cut his cord in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what she did. She says, I cut your silver cord in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he had just gotten to about the, uh, the entrance of her bedroom. And as soon as she said that, she saw this look of terror come over the guy's face and get sucked down into the ground, in, into, um, yeah. He went straight to hellfire. He got a silver cord cut. Yeah. He didn't make it out of here alive. So, um, the witches that have tried to kill us are batting zero. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. And... Anyway, just one of the many stories about us dealing with witches here.
4: But first is the Christian Festival of Pentecost.
0: <laughs> so they're celebrating the Christian Festival of Pentecost. I love this, the common, the combining of total witchcraft and supposed lukewarm... Uh, I don't know what you would even describe it as false Christianity
5: at its finest. The only day of the year when witches can brew love potions. Ah. Is it important to wear beautiful clothes when you do rituals?
4: Yeah.
0: When I wear shiny clothes, I spread happiness.
4: Love
5: and beauty. To take part in the ritual. I have to wear the right dress. There you go. So we're gonna go pick some traditions. She looks
0: like a gypsy witch.
5: All herbs from the meadows.
0: We're gonna go pick herbs.
4: Conosc că aceste locuri încă de când eram copil, pentru că aici veneam cu bunica și adunam astfel de
0: plante.
4: Atunci când so
0: she says I used to come here with my grandma. We pick the plants. We pick it. We have to say. We
4: have to say. We have to say. Just
0: like these flowers are proud, seem beautiful, and sought
4: after. May
0: it be the same with love and happiness. Oh. Problem is, is all witchcraft is evil, and then she says, "God bless, may be it so." I mean, if you if you heard her talk like that in a Christian church, the last thing I just said, you might come to the conclusion she's a Christian. You know. She seems so loving and full of happiness. Well, we'll see what she says a little bit later. You know, a little little contradictory to that.
5: Like royal lineage, a witch's magical power is passed down from mother to daughter. This remedy for heartache has been in the family for generations.
4: the oh
0: suffering from love is like the worst disease on earth
5: it's a terrible pain i've been heartbroken many times so this is
0: going to be a love spell she's going to do to help i guess primarily i think the women that she consults with so they can attract a man there is a there is a twilight zone episode this reminds me of was the one on the called the glove cleaner and i i'm running out of time here and i really don't get in but if you ever ever get it's very much like that the guy basically uses this thing and it's like witchcraft to attract um this woman and he does and then she becomes obsessed with him through basically this magic and he gets to the point where he can't even stand being around her because she's so clingy to him and then he goes back and he has the remedy it's called the glove cleaner and it reminds me of this you you wouldn't want anything to do with any part of this because the love wouldn't be genuine it would be something that's demonically induced oh she's doing the love potions to stop the people from suffering even though she'll turn around and do all kind of witchcraft to induce suffering and evil she's a real paradox i'll tell you
5: I'm not convinced talking to flowers can actually cure heartbreak, but I'm curious to find out how it's supposed to work.
4: So the
5: sap will come out of them. We'll make a potion.
4: Right in front of you. Mihaela, who's gonna drink it? So you don't
0: drink it if a woman comes and wants to be with a man. I'll give her some of the potion. You do the cross sign. Mm. Remember I said about the cross sign? There's no Bible for it. Uh huh. You do the cross sign. Mm. Okay. On the forehead. In the morning before sunrise, in in a car upside down going to town. I mean, come, give me a break on this. It's like Satan's. You know, always got to have you jump through forty-nine hoops to get what you want. She will succeed then in being with him. Oh,
4: isn't that?
0: Did neat? you
4: and your husband have some of that? No, it
0: wasn't needed. I didn't need the love
4: potion. So they were
0: married since they were 13 years old. I mean, these witches really start the marriages young. Oh, they've just been happy.
4: Was that something that you wanted to do, get married, when you were 13? I can't
0: say I wanted to, but these were the traditions of the older generations.
4: He belongs
0: to a family of witches. He shows him sitting
4: there.
5: I come from
0: a family of witches,
5: too. It's this alliance of witch dynasties that makes Mihaela's family. One of the most well-regarded in
4: the country. I was—I've
0: been recognized publicly. I was awarded this diploma. Well,
4: there you go. At the
0: Congress of Witches, and it shows all these other witches. and I having congresses and all this fun stuff.
4: Un astfel de congres al vrejituarilor în România, organizat de președintele fevremurilor acelea,
5: Ion Iliescu. Witchcraft is recognized and thriving in the Romania of today, but it was banned during Communism. Oh no! Ceaușescu ruled the country with an iron fist. That it was a time man. of profound poverty and persecution of any threat to his absolute power. At 70, Mihela's mother-in-law, Brazzara, reputedly one of the world's most powerful witches, experienced the wrath of Ceaușescu's rule. Oh boy. What was it like to be a witch during communism?
0: I'm going to fast forward here a little bit. Okay, Hello? so it shows her, because I'm running out of time, shows the main main grand poobah witch, the mother of the lady you just heard talking. They're taking all these phone calls, and they're, and they're pilfering the pockets of all these people wanting their witchcraft advice. You can call me tomorrow. I'll tell you what I've seen. Basically, whatever witchcraft scrying
5: she's done, tell her what she's seen. These days... Much of the family witch business is done on the phone or online. So you can do like long distance witchcraft? Yeah. Yes, it's they true. even call me from England. All they need are the first names of those involved and the spell they want. Are you worried that modern times will change this ancient
6: craft? No, it
0: won't affect it. On the contrary,
6: it'll make
0: it known worldwide.
6: What was witchcraft like when you were a kid? Era mult diferit. It was very different. It was It was
0: rare that people would ask us to harm someone when she was a kid. Most spells were for love, prosperity, wealth or marriage.
6: And well-being. Now
0: most of them are to send evil to one's enemies. And again, this is what you would expect. As more witchcraft is done, the darkness of this whole thing pervades more. You're going to have more the true intentions of devils and demons, which is not prosperity and love and well-being. Which again, that's a false version of it. It's it's a witchcraft version. Now it's going to get more down to the brass tacks to the nitty-gritty. Now most of the curses we're doing are to send evil to one's enemies.
5: <laughs> And that's when Bratzari invites me to the kitchen to cook up a curse.
0: Oh, yeah. Now it's a
5: party. This,
0: This curse is for breakups. For a couple to hate and run away from one another. Isn't this lovely? Isn't this spreading the joy?
6: So
0: you need chili peppers and black cat's poop. I mean, hey, guys, I'm sold on the black cat's poop. I mean, come on. Then you need black dog's poop as well and soil from where a dog fight happened. I mean, this is total satanic insanity.
6: You put it
0: in here, you boil it. It's got to smell just great. Just fine and dandy cotton candy. You put in here, boil it, and make an evil potion.
6: <inaudible>
0: Ugh. Nasty.
6: <inaudible> May all
0: evil and loss go to them. I mean they're they're literally doing these curses.
6: <inaudible> so
0: that they won't conceive and they lose everything they own. Isn't this wonderful? You can pay these devils to do this to your enemies. Isn't it I mean, what what a great feeling you'd you'd have, I guess.
6: <inaudible>
0: so they can't conceive. I mean, all evil and loss go to them so they won't conceive and they will lose everything <laughs> they own <tablespoon> so
6: they'll
0: fight like dogs and cats
6: <inaudible> and, the,
0: and like the cat poop smells, so were the houses smell isn't that neat how could somebody not just think this is the most wonderful thing on the planet
6: <inaudible>
0: and they're burning a broom and they've got these Icons of witches hanging there. I mean, no, I mean, I'm, I'm liking this a little bit more. It's a little, more. now we're really getting down to, to the true essence of witchcraft.
6: It's here. Puta, it's nice. casa, shea and shea make
0: them fight and break up and stop loving each other.
6: Isn't
5: that great? But then the curse takes a different direction, making me wonder if Bratzar is sending me a warning
0: send a curse to all my enemies and those who speak badly in my name so that way this woman that's reporting on this will think definitely twice about saying anything bad about these witches may they turn into dust
6: apart from my family
0: nieces and daughters I'm glad she made that proviso
6: do you ever feel guilty when you do spells like this no I don't
0: feel guilty because this is my job Sometimes I ask God for forgiveness and she makes the cross sign if she's saying that. That's what a witch does. She does good and she does bad. You know? Easy come, easy go. With the devil and with the saint. You know? Instead of paying the mafia to harm
6: someone.
0: Or to cut or kill him. It's better to pay a witch to make a curse. To make him lose his money and fortune. There you go. Isn't that neat? Isn't that one? I'm so far over on time, guys. God bless you and we'll see you in part two.